Welcome to the Bear With Me podcast, where we aim to integrate belief and practice in the Christian life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bear With Me. We're going to jump back into the conversation that we started last time about the hiddenness of God and His kingdom. Uh, But this time we're going to switch gears and talk about how even though God and His kingdom are hidden, that they are findable. And that's going to be the emphasis of this episode. We're going to pick up where we left off. Enjoy. That's that's kind of the interesting juxtaposition of these two parables is someone wasn't even looking for it, stumbles over it, but the other one is like, Spent their whole life looking for it. Yeah, like fine then, tooth comb. Like, yeah, I usually hear the pearl one as there was a random pearl, mm-hmm. like like your button game, like next to the rock. But y- you reminded me, it's not that one's not like that in context. It's a pearl merchant with a thousand pearls in a bucket or something in a yeah. barrel, sifting through and spotting the one mm-hmm. that is extra special. That's such a different picture yeah. than finding a random pearl. Yeah. That one reminds me of the process of discernment, mm-hmm. like the Ignatian, I basically, a, a Christian understanding of decision-making. Yeah. What's different about discernment than just everyday decision-making is that the assumption is that the decision is between two good things or three or four good things, good mm-hmm. choices. Like it's not between lying or stealing or murder and yeah. not doing it. That's yeah. not discernment. Um, that is a decision, but discernment assumes that there's multiple pathways that could be really good mm-hmm. and deciding which one. So the pearl picture kind of reminds me of that, Yeah, that there's all these pearls, but there's one that's of extra value. That There's I'm one that's print, like this one is worth all the rest. Yeah, and it reminds me of the great the great commandment, or the great commandments, or or the first commandment. Mm-hmm. No other, no other, no other god or thing gets this gets this place. Like mm-hmm. this is the primary relationship, mm-hmm. right? That's that's kind of what it reminds me of. It's like oh, reorient your whole yeah. everything else gets around this. Yeah, yeah. So is this okay? This is a little yeah. application yeah, in a way. Yeah, apply away. Um, I have heard of this parable of the treasure in the field being used to describe the the Ignatian idea of indifference. So indifference is a tricky word for us to understand, but it, a better word might be spiritual freedom. Indifference is... So, okay, maybe I should step back. A, a brief overview of discernment, as I understand it, according to Ignatius, would be like maybe four steps would be, let's, you have a decision to make about something. Should Mm -hmm. I take this job or that job? Should I move or should I stay? Um, Should I continue relationship with this person or not? A a simple four steps for that would be to pray, to ask God to help me want what's best Mm. or God's will in Mm -hmm. this situation. So that prayer, that prayer for desire. And then the next step would be to have a prayerful process about it, meaning not just an intellectual pro con list, 
process about it, but some regular checkpoints like, okay, I'm moving, I'm taking the action steps I need to look at this job, Mm -hmm. you know, to do all the research and stuff like that. And also I'm, I'm continuing to check in and say, I am open. Like I give you access to me in case there is a better way forward. And then the third step is making the decision Mm -hmm. and trusting God with the outcome. Mm -hmm. Like, saying this is the best I can do. And so I'm not going to perseverate on it too much more. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I'm doing and I, and I trust you. So we'll figure it out from here. Yeah. I said four steps, but that's three. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest pieces of that discernment is cultivating freedom so that we are truly open. We are not bound by any single option or any single impulse or person mm-hmm. or idea which is much easier said than done. If at the beginning of a decision, I might, we, might, we might need to move, our landlord selling our house, for example. So I might be like, I'm fine. I'm fine with moving. I'm fine with staying. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But as I get into it, I actually might not be totally free yeah. to move or to stay because of some other stuff that's just getting in the way. Mm-hmm. So I have heard this parable as an example of what spiritual freedom mm-hmm. looks like. Like somebody is willing to sell all other options in order to move mm-hmm. towards God's, to move towards God or move towards God's heart yeah. for us, the person in the process. And I like that idea of it being a picture of what it looks like to continually get free from all mm-hmm. the other things in order to be able to say yes to God in the moment in our lives. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense mm-hmm. as a picture of spiritual freedom? Yeah. 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 And maybe part of it is just trusting the, when if I find the treasure, mm-hmm. I've got that no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like that, that stays with me whether I have to move or whether I stay yeah. or whether I take this job or that job. Yeah. And so I think the... Is that what you meant by some of the indifference stuff yeah, too? It's like that's what it is. Well, <laughs> still got that, still got that treasure, mm-hmm. no matter what. That that can sustain us in our lives, even through, even through difficult stuff mm-hmm. that isn't our favorite. Because I'm you, if you guys have to move, you'll have to do some mourning over mm-hmm. the space you lived and the neighbors that you've yeah cultivated relationships with. So that's not indifference in that's that sense like no those are really things yeah. to be sad about but also have a larger sense of trust and that that um god is at work and doing something with this that, that you can't see yeah and that you still got the you still got the the main the main prize in all of yeah. this that's that's what indifference is it sounds yeah. so much like it's apathy yeah, like, or yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, doesn't matter. Care. Either way. <laughs> but it's indifferent to all other yeah. things ex- besides mm-hmm. a willingness like you talk about yeah. Yeah. for what God's inviting us into in the moment. Yeah. So it's a it's a trusting thing and it's a way like you said of taking the treasure with us no matter what direction we go in. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think I think this is keeping keeping the gospels like this is the good news right mm-hmm. like you 
the kingdom of God, the city where God is living with us, where people genuinely care for one another, mm-hmm. where there's justice and peace with lots of patience and mercy, like kind of that, that city that we all long for, um, it's, it's actually findable and accessible according mm-hmm. to Jesus. Like, no, it's here. It's actually baked into creation. It's mm-hmm. not here in its fullness yet, but it's, it's here in seed form and it's, it's starting to grow and sprout and you can actually find it and start to partake in it now. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Like that's what Christians believe. Yes. Right? That's what the, the, that's what God's word is saying to us. Um, it reminds me of um, that passage in, um, I think it's Mark 10, it's probably in other Gospels too, where Jesus says, there's no one who's left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children's and lands with persecutions. <laughs> a little d- sprinkling. <laughs> <laughs> and in the age to come, eternal life. Or Paul, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. There's lots of examples, but um, I think the kingdom is hidden in our midst, baked into that life around us, like that leaven in the lump of dough, which is another parable mm. we'll get to, so that it would be, so that we could actually grasp it. We actually participate in mm. it right now. Um, Ira... Last mm-hmm. fall, he lost his favorite football. Mm. Um, he played with it all the time. We looked everywhere, inside, outside. It was gone. Just couldn't find it. Oh, found. It's the weirdest thing. So then at Christmas, he got like five footballs. <laughs> right. Because everyone, everyone knew that he lost his favorite football. So now we've got, you know. Then two, like a few weeks ago, he walks into the house. Um, guess what? Found my football. <laughs> I can picture Iris it's saying like, that. Just a matter of fact, mm-hmm. like he does. Well, and it was under a shrub in Jim and Betty's yard. Mm. Our neighbors. Oh. All winter. It was fine. It was just there. Just there in a shrub. So now he's got six footballs. <laughs> and, um, but this, this is what made me think of it. It's like, it was there the whole time. It was just under his nose, like just a few feet away from where yeah. we would play in the front yard every day. And, um, and that's kind of this image for me of the king, like it's not far from each one of us mm-hmm. and, um, hidden, but close by with within our grasp and findable. So again, that knocking, like paying attention, like a trusting, okay, it's mm-hmm. here. God is here. This is, this is within my grasp. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of trust him for eyes to see it and ears to hear it and start paying attention. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. We should probably end on that. Because it's you're saying that it's available now, like not yeah. not just if you're people who do podcasts at churches. Yeah, wherever you are. Yeah, whatever you're doing, it's not far. That's really it's exciting. Under, under our is, noses is um, yeah. Is is this learning to recognize it? Did you have something else to say? I just said we should end there because I was moved by it, but maybe you had. <laughs> I had four ideas. Yeah, you do. They're short. I think you should say them. Um, first one that that kind of flow out of this these ideas is is this choose today ideas come from the Joshua passage choose today who you will serve. Mm. But um, if it really is about about our willingness, okay, okay, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out for you. Don't whatever I feel like. I don't feel like I have much. But I'll, Jesus doesn't care. It's like just the tiniest bit. 
just reach out with what you've got mm-hmm. for me. Stretch out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, there's a personal choice involved. They're like, God, I think just I'm always blown away that how much God respects our free agency mm-hmm. and does not has no desire to override it, to put us in a headlock, to use that straight line power that yeah. Robert Frere Capon talks about, right? He's yeah. not, I'm not going to force this. I'm not going to make you do it. But it's here. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you're willing... It's here. So if finding his goodness and presence in our midst is not a function or, yeah, if it's not a function of our intelligence, but a function of our willingness and our openness and our soft heartedness, then get to it. Say to him, Lord, here I am, like simple prayers. Mm -hmm. God, help me see. God, grow this desire. Mm -hmm. Spend more time to to dig, which is uh, another one. But so so that's one. Choose. Make a choice. Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds simple, but yeah. I think that's I think that's part of the point of some of these parables. Like, yeah. make a choice. You've yeah. got you've given you've given you've been given the power of choice by the Creator. Make a choice. Second one is get wisdom. Mm. This is like really big in the Bible. Like, pray <laughs> for wisdom. If you ever pray for anything, mm-hmm. pray for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Give me wisdom, eyes to see, ears to hear. Make it a regular prayer because it's I. I think according to the Bible, it's like the favorite thing that God likes to give. It's, it's that James familiar. brings it up. I know yeah. it's in Proverbs. It was Solomon's main prayer, and God said, "That's the right prayer, man." Yeah, pray for wisdom, and start paying attention around mm-hmm. you. Um, so that's one. Choose to get wisdom. Three. Start digging. As keeping with the treasure nice. parable. So if if it's true, it says in Hebrews, "Without faith, it's impossible to please God." So, when you pray for that wisdom and eyes to see and ears to hear, then trust that He's giving it to you by looking around. So, stop looking for the fireworks in the sky because God doesn't really do that that much or at all. Um, it's, it's through, it comes through, it's incarnational. It comes through the created stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, it might not look, we might have to get rid of our imaginative notions of how God speaks, like mm-hmm. this audible voice from the sky. Like, very rare, mm-hmm. very rare that happens. Yeah. Um, but much more through voices of that we hear in our lives, our own voice, um, our experiences, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And just say, okay, I'm trusting you here, God, so I'm going to start paying attention. Was that you when so-and-so said this to me or when that thing happened? Mm-hmm. And maybe I thought it was a tragedy, but maybe there's something that you're doing in the midst of it. Um, or maybe I thought it was the best thing ever, but maybe there's some caution, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Start digging. Um, and digging, something about the motion of digging, just like one scoop full at a time, yeah. kind of reminds me of that next right step idea. Like we might have these dreams in our heart but not know how to get from here to there yeah like some you know really good use of our time and our Mm -hmm. gifts and what we're passionate about but it's like i have no idea how to get there yeah so flexing that choice Mm -hmm. and praying that prayer like help me and then you know taking the next right step like just digging out one scoopful yeah. By making a call or telling someone about it or whatever mm-hmm. it means to to kind of put it out there a mm-hmm. little bit, mm-hmm. to be vulnerable about that, yeah. not knowing where it's going to lead. Mm-hmm. That feels like a 
digging. Yeah. And you don't have to be a jerk about it. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, God definitely told me this. Like, just be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm, I'm really trying to discern. I think Mm -hmm. this is kind of what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. You you don't have to, faith, I don't think is certainty. It's Mm -hmm. not like having to pretend like, you know, Mm -hmm. that God for sure is saying this. It's just, again, a stretching out or reaching out. I think God might be saying this to me and I want to honor that and and test it out and try it out. Yeah. That's how relationships work. Yeah. God's okay with that. Um, Okay. Last one. Get to know your pearls. Mm. So, um, this is an Augustine thing, but all our desires have their rightful end in him. So, logic is good creator gives us good desires. Mm -hmm. Um, and gives us good gifts to to fulfill those desires. Maybe not always on our timetables, but um, so we don't come to Jesus by ignoring those desires. No, uh, but by recognizing their roots and their true fulfillment are in Him in His kingdom. And so, desires are something to be celebrated. I mean, they often get out of bounds, and mm-hmm. and sometimes they rule our lives in unhelpful ways. And so we take those seriously. But the the answer is not to get rid of like they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so embrace what makes you tick, mm-hmm. because those are God given, at least at their roots, yeah. uh, at least in their proper ordered ways, right? Um, so when we do come across the pearl of great value, we won't pass it by. We're familiar. We become these desire merchants, mm. right? And so when we see the kingdom in our midst, we recognize it more quickly and say, "Ah, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is." subservient to this this is the most important thing mm-hmm. i'm going to chase it i'm going to i'm going to grab it if i can mm-hmm. that's all yeah those are great is that it is it should we do it again next time? Yeah. What's next? Weeds well, I was going to ask uh, Reverend Wilton if he'd come and talk about the weeds and the wheat. I haven't asked that him That sounds yet, so. like a perfect one for him <laughs> to talk about. Maybe he'll say yes. Maybe he'll say no. um, so we'll try to do that for next time if, if that works out with his schedule. Or we'll, we'll, we'll do another one. Great. Great. Thank you, Andy. Yeah. Thank you. Good time. See you next time, everybody.